On now. Okay, so we are holding, right? We're holding, we started Chabzayin. Just, just move a little bit that way. There you go. Oh, now we guys, oh, this is it. This is, this is, the, this is definitely the setup. The setup of champions. This is a configuration. Configuration of champions. That's even better, right? Okay. So show, hold on, let's, let's get the camera to show everyone. Okay, there it is. Okay, everyone wave to the camera. Okay, there you go. Okay. Um, Okay, so we, we're in the middle of Chav Zayin. We're deep down into it already. Um, we're discussing the idea of, of what's realistic and what's not realistic. And in particular, we're saying that this, uh, this thought that's popping into my mind that presumably should make me feel bad. Why should it make me feel bad? Because why am I having this negative thought? Right? Whether it's a thought of uh, some sort of taiva that I shouldn't be involved in, even if it's beheter, Right? Or just this thought of negativity. The bottom line is that this is a negative thought. I don't want to be having this thought. Right? That should make me feel bad. And that's a good reason for Atzvah. That's what the Nefesh of Bahamis wants to tell me. The Nefesh of Bahamis, remember, we're fighting against our Nefesh of Bahamis. The Nefesh of Bahamis has an agenda. Right? So the Nefesh of Bahamis' agenda is being fulfilled here. He's saying, This is, look at you. You are a low life. Can you imagine that this is what you're thinking? You have not accomplished anything. You've been from for at least two days. And, and look at this. You didn't accomplish even one thing in these two days, right? You have the same exact mindset. Uh, unfortunately, it's more like I've, you know, you've been from or I've been from for 20 years and I'm still thinking the same way, right? So you say to yourself, this is, I'm getting nowhere. You know that peace, love, and understanding that we were searching for? It ain't there. And I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm not getting anywhere here. So therefore, I should feel really bad. So the Alter Rebbe comes along and says, no, 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 you're missing the point completely. This is an opportunity. Hashem is sending me an opportunity. Every time I have a negative thought, my job is to recognize that this is an opportunity. This is not a negative thing. This is an opportunity to do a mitzvah. A mitzvah from the Torah. Right? I don't have to follow after my heart. I don't have to go after whatever thought pops into my mind. This is so important, this idea that I am not my thoughts. I am not my thoughts. You have to keep on reminding yourself of this point. And very often what happens is that you get immersed in a thought and it be- takes you over. And then you start creating even a story along this thought, you know, on and on, all this negativity and you're, and you're living with this whole idea. And the whole point of it is, is that I am not this thought. And it could be that the thought that, even I, that I'm having, this negative thought that I'm having, is completely not even true. It's just a made-up thing that the Nefesh of Bahamis took me on a, on, on a ride. I have to recognize, first and foremost, I am not my thoughts. Stop it. Right? And then recognizing that the bottom line is, is that I could take my mind away from this. And not only can I, I, I need to. It's a mitzvah to. And therefore, I have to be happy with my opportunity. Okay, so then he says on the top of page Lamedal, Ha Megasas Ruach, Mekir So he says to himself, he realizes the Alter Rebbe says, You know why you are feeling depressed? You're feeling depressed because you have a lot of ego. Gasas Ruach, Gasas means uh, like bloated, like blown up, like a big balloon, right? There's nothing inside, it's only hot air. Gasas Ruach, it's totally, it's, it's, it's not a true ego, it's not a true arrogance, it's based on 
false information. It's just hot air inside. Now here he plays on a, on a phrase from Pirkei Avos in Perik Vav and Pirkei Avos when it says She'enu Mekir Makomo. He doesn't recognize his place. Right? One of the things it says about acquiring Torah is that you have to be able to recognize your place. So here it's I'm not recognizing my place. What what is he talking about? Right? And therefore he is really what's happening to him is that he is becoming depressed over the fact that he is not holding on the level of a tzaddik. Because right tzaddikim for sure they are not right, it's not falling into their heads. This type of nonsense. That he doesn't recognize that he is really far away from the level of a tzaddik. So let's let's discuss what we just said. Okay. Something like that, right? What, what, what we're saying is like this. What we have to recognize, most people are not thinking to themselves, oh, I, 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 am, I should be a tzaddik, or I am a tzaddik, or whatever. But when these negative thoughts pop into my mind, I get frustrated. Why am I having these thoughts? Why am I not getting anywhere? Why am I not developing myself? And what the Rebbe is saying here is he has to take a step back and he has to recognize the bigger circumstance of, of what is taking place. Who doesn't have these negative thoughts? So he's been waiting his whole life not to have these negative thoughts. He's thinking to himself, come on. <laughs> you know, I, I've been working at this for many years. I've been from for many years. And I expect that I should be able to be a person without these negative thoughts. If he stops for a second and recognizes that the only type of person that is not going to have negative thoughts popping into his head is a tzaddik, it would be a good thing. Now, when does a person, when, when he says here he doesn't recognize his place, the example that is given for this is when you are hoping, let's say, uh, let's say that you are hoping to, uh, you're, playing, you're playing in a game, uh, let's say you're playing football outside with your friends, right, during recess or whatever it is, free break, and, and you play, and you, and you get disappointed that you threw the ball badly. And you, should have, you should have thrown the ball better, the receiver would have been able to catch it, you would have been able to score a touchdown, you would win the game, everyone likes winning, right, we all like winning, right? And you get like a little bit frustrated with yourself, like why did I do that, that was a bad throw, Right? At that moment, when you're frustrated with yourself, like that's a that's a pretty normal thing, you know. It's like okay, should have been, I should have thrown the ball better. But nowhere in your mind are you thinking to yourself, you know what? I'm frustrated. You know why I'm frustrated? Because I'm not playing in the NFL. I should really be playing in the NFL. You know, the uh, I don't know what team, whatever. One of the teams, one of the fast, you know, who's the good teams nowadays? I don't even know. Maybe the like whatever. The Buffalo Bills. Okay. The Buffalo Bills, they should, they should have drafted me last year. Why, why didn't they? Why did, they could have drafted me. And coming out of the Rabbinical College of America, drafted in right number in first round, you know, whatever, right? Like, what are we talking about? David Brecken, woo! Right, and they have all things, and they have the signing ceremony, give them, you know, $50 million for the first year, whatever. Okay, 
the point is, is that it's so far away. So even if David Brecken has a great arm, and 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 he could throw and he could throw the ball long, and he could throw the ball short, and he could see read the defenses and whatever. And he's annoyed over the fact that he threw the ball badly during during recess. The point is, is that he he's not going to get upset over the fact that how come he wasn't the first round draft pick of the Buffalo Bills and why isn't he playing in the NFL right now? It's just it's it's unimaginable. That is just not where he's holding in life. It's so far away from the Emmis. It's so far away from reality that he would never go to that place. That's not Shaykh for him. Are you following the concept here? In other words, a a a a poor person, let's say, that is just wishes they could have a slice of bread, is not going to be depressed over the fact that how come he is not the king of England? And he doesn't live in Buckingham Palace. It's these are things that are so far away from the reality of where where the person is holding that he would never ever consider such a thing. That's what the Alter Rebbe is saying here. You're, you're barking up the wrong tree, the Alter Rebbe is saying. You think that you are holding anywhere near a level that you are not going to have a negative thought pop into your head? That is totally out of touch with reality. That's like playing, you know, quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. There's more of a chance that I would play quarterback for the Buffalo Bills than I would have not ever, 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 ever have a negative thought pop into my head. Think about that for a second. That is, com- it is so completely out of touch with reality. Yet, the Alter Rebbe is saying, this is what's making me annoyed. This is what's making me upset. This is what I'm getting upset about. You're barking up the wrong tree. That's the idea here. And that's what he means when he says, he doesn't mock he doesn't recognize his place. He doesn't recognize where he's holding. He doesn't recognize what he's doing. He's completely out of touch with reality. And then he goes even a step further. If he would only recognize his place. That's why he puts in the word ma'id. He's so far away from this. Being that the case, like we talked about in yesterday's class in the afternoon, don't think, and this is really such an important point to remember, it's not a ladder. It's not a one-ladder situation. It's not like, okay, the bottom of the ladder is the, the, the Russia, the middle of the ladder is the Bainini, and the top of the ladder is the Tzaddik. And hopefully over the course of time, you'll climb up this ladder. That's not what we're talking about. That's not it. You're talking about two completely different roads. There's the road of the Tzaddik, and he has his avoda. But that's a totally different road. And then there's the road of the Russia Bainini. That the Rasha, Kol Yamav, wants to become a Bainini. He's trying to aim at that. But what's the reality of the Bainini? The reality of the Bainini is Lo The reality of the Bainini is that he's going to try to pull himself back from doing these negative thoughts and having these negative thoughts <coughs> and fulfill the mitzvah that's involved there. That's that road. So this is what he means that he doesn't recognize where he's holding. He doesn't recognize how far away. It's like a different thing. And halavai, he should be a benini and not a rasha all the days of his life. Even for one instant. Right? Uh, this is, a, this is a, a well-known verse 
that is totally taken out of context in a forbringing setting. Right? Halavaya Bainani for one instant. That's what that's what that's the forbringing uh, you know, word of this. That's not the reality of what the author is saying here. Right? The what the what what, what the forbringing forbringing uh, uh, vort is that oh halavai should be a bainan even for one second of your life. That's not what the Alter Rebbe is saying. The Alter Rebbe is saying halavai that you shouldn't a bainani who is working on himself constantly because he has to constantly recognize that he is going to have these negative thoughts and he is going to be you know surrounded by all these challenges. Halavai, that he should not fall into the level of a rasha for one instant. That's what we're talking about. Halavai, that that should happen. Right? Because he is being bombarded left, right, and center. And that's what his avoda is. His avoda is not is not that he will get to a point that I will never ever think negatively anymore. I will never have these visions in my mind. I will not, you know, want to speak about ne- uh, people in, a, in the wrong way. I will not, etc., etc. That's not the avoda. That's not the, the end of the road. That's not the goal. Let's put it that way. And therefore, the fact that this is happening to me is real. And it's good. It's okay. It's not a ruler of how much... I've developed in my life and it's not a ruler about anything it's just an opportunity so let's go back to what I said before I am not my thoughts so therefore the most important part of this is to recognize that idea when I recognize that idea I could then turn around and say you know what I don't want this thought first and foremost I have to recognize it's only a thought it's only a thought and I could change that thought. As depressing as this thought is, and as taivadic as this thought is, or whatever thought is popping into my mind, it's only a thought. And I could change it. So a person who is immersed in, the, in like all these depression, um, depressive thoughts and all this negativity and everything like that, he could change in an instant. Because it's not him. That's the point. Yeah. I was uh, reading stories about the Rebbe last night, and there's a story about a guy who wrote to the Rebbe. He was feeling depressed about work and stuff, and the Rebbe just wrote one line: "Idu es Hashem b'simcha." And that was, all, that was all he said to him. The guy was like so inspired. Right. Because the bottom line is, you have to choose where you want to be. You have to choose where you want to be. Is this thought real? Right. And recognize it's only a thought. And then to recognize that it's coming from the Sitra Acher. It's coming again, again and again and again. I'm repeating this throughout these classes because it's so important to recognize this idea that the goal of the Nefesh Bahamis is get me depressed. That's his goal. That's, that's the winning, that's the winning formula. play, formula, whatever you want to call it, for the, for the Sitra Acher. Get this guy depressed under all circumstances. Send everyone, the blitz, from, you know, all 11 guys are charging the quarterback. You know what I mean? This, this is it. This is what he's going to do. Right? Recognize that. And recognize that my goal is to be besimcha, as we talked about in, the, in chapter 26 in the beginning. That's the goal, because that's the only way you could serve Hashem. Now, based on this, so how am I supposed to do this? So this is the Mida of the Bainanim. 
This is the, right, the measurement, so to speak, of the Bainani, and their avoida is what? Lichvosh ha-yetzer, to conquer the Yetzer Hara. And the thought that comes up from the heart to the brain. Because I have to remember, the Nefesh of Bahamias is impulsive. The Nefesh of Bahamias is impulsive. So all those thoughts that just pop into my mind, I have to look at my phone right now. That's not from my Nefesh of Lakis. That's my Nefesh of Bahamias. Right? Oh, I have to push this button. Oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do this. All that stuff is the Nefesh of Bahamias. Step one is recognizing it's coming from the Nefesh of Bahamias. It's coming from my heart to my brain like this. Right? It's coming up, like you said before. Yeah? You have to take your mind away from it. Don't get involved. Don't try to elevate the thought. Don't try to... To, you know, oh, I'm, how could, you know, I, this thought is coming from here. No, just get away from it. Get away from the HR. Don't get involved in it. I remember as a kid, I don't know, what, you know, talking about the early 70s, right? So we had all these, like, you know, these nursery or whatever, uh, not rhymes, but like little stories. And one of, the, one of the stories that stuck with me, and I don't remember the whole story, but the, the uh, image that stuck with me constantly, and, and I feel like it, it comes up all the time, is the something, uh, it's like the rabbit and the tar baby, or something like that. It, that was what it was called, and it was like something, I don't know what it was, but there was a, something made out of tar, or something made out of something that sticks. And, and the rabbit like hits it with one hand, right, because he thinks he's fighting it, and the hand, his hand gets stuck. And then he hits it with the other hand, and his hand gets stuck. And then he kicks it with his leg, and his leg gets stuck. And he kicks it with the other leg, and his leg gets stuck. All right. In other words, like, that's what happens to us. We start attacking, whether we get in, even with like, let's forget about this thought for just for a second, right? When you get with another person, a lot of times, what, you just start arguing, you're discussing with, uh, fighting with another person. It's like you just get stuck. You don't even know what you're fighting about. You don't even know what you're arguing about. You're just arguing. Uh, 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 uh. Same thing happens with our mind. Like all of a sudden, this thought pops up into my mind, and I want to—I want to get rid of it. I don't. Where is it coming from? And all of a sudden, you get so bogged down with this thought, and thinking about the thought, you're—you're—you're you're, you're stuck. The Itzahara won. The way to deal with the negative thought is think about something else, or like he says, like we said earlier in the, in in Tanya, right? To push it away with your two hands. I heard a word from, I don't remember which Shliach came here in Fabring, but he said, what does it mean? Look at the Rebbe, when the Rebbe would go with his two hands like this, right? <laughs> and when you think about that, then it goes away. But what he means is not to get involved. Don't get involved with this. Just push it away. Don't get involved. Put your mind on something else. Put your mind on something else. So what we're referring to here is recognizing where something is coming from and immediately reacting to it. Reacting in diametrically opposed way. Get away from the idea. Don't even, get, don't even go into it. Why am I having this thought? How, where is this coming from? How is... Uh, uh, right away, move to the other side. Just move to the other place. Because I am not my thoughts. I can move my head to somewhere else. And I can put it onto another thought. So when I'm feeling a thought of negativity, of depression, of sadness... Why is this happening to me? Why, why, woe is me? You know, I feel so low. I feel so heavy. I feel so this. I feel so that. Da, 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 da. All that, all that negativity is just coming from my Nefesh Bahamis. 
I have to recognize that's a thought coming from my Nefesh of Bahamis. That's not me. I could change right now. Change it. Right? Push it away with two hands. Now, he goes even further. Here he says, And every time you push it away, that you push it away from your thoughts, Iskafia sitra acher latata, you're going to bend the sitra acher down here. Because it's, that's where it's coming from. It's coming from the other side. Don't think that this is this friendly little thought coming from in your mind from nowhere. No, this is the sitra acher. This is the enemy here. This is the enemy of Kedusha. It's a serious thing. And when I bend the sitra acher, when I bend that impulse, right? Whatever it is, when I bend that negative thought, I'm taking my mind away from it. The famous word from the Zayar. It's, there's, it's an arousal from below, which causes on high an arousal from above. And it bends the Sitra Acher in the upper worlds. Who is Hamagbiya Atzma Kenesher? Who is lifting itself up like an eagle, like it says in the Pasuk, right? That if he will rise himself up, raise himself up like an eagle, from there I'm going to push you down. The point being what? Don't think this is only happening to me. When it's happening to me, it's happening in the entire universe, all the universes, the whole Seder Ishtalshalus. And when I do this in myself, it's impacting all of the entire Seder Ishtalshalus. That's incredible. So you think that you're like this little guy that has really no power and like this little nobody that's you know, hanging out over here you know, in Morristown, New Jersey. And, and you think to yourself, you know, like, well, who cares? So what if I, you know, like I start, you know, I'm walking down the street and I'm thinking this, you know, this dumb thought about a movie that I once watched or something like that. Does it really matter? What the Zayar says is it matters incredibly. That when I bend that thought, when I push away the negativity, when I push away this whole klipa, sitra acher, that's happening inside of me, I'm also impacting in the greater scheme of things that that's what's going to happen. And it's changing the whole Seder Ishtalshulus and the entire world everywhere. My little bend. My little bend is having a historical impact on all of existence. That's not the, it's not just Alter Rebbe saying this. this is, he's quoting from the Zayar. This is where it's coming from. When a person thinks about that, that's awesome. Right? You want to make an impact on the world? This is how you make an impact on the world. Right? Fix yourself. Change yourself. Right? That's where it's at. Right, everyone always says, you know, don't change the other person, change yourself, right? This is, this is changing yourself in terms of avoida. Now again, avoida is not change myself and therefore I will eventually, you know, get to the point where I can get a, you know, a degree or win the trophy or win the Super Bowl or whatever. That's not the point. It's in that moment, you are getting the degree, you are winning the trophy, you are winning the Super Bowl. That's the point. That moment is the only moment in time right now. 
And what you do with that moment changes everything. That's what he's trying to bring out. You following? You hearing what I'm saying? That moment is the moment. It changes everything. And that's up to me to make that choice to change it. That's what I have to do. Kapish? Good? So that's what he's saying here. And that's what's so incredible, 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 incredible about this whole paradigm. Because really what we're saying is that at this moment, right, I'm thinking to myself, oh, I'm such a low life because I have all these negative thoughts and I'm feeling depressed and et cetera, et cetera. And really the Alter Rebbe is telling me, no, this is the greatest gift that you could do for yourself and for all of existence. Hashem is offering you on the platter an opportunity to change the world. Don't look at it as a negative thing. This is the opportunity. Chaperain. That's the idea. You get it? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so therefore, you're, what we're doing is we're looking at life from a different angle. And that angle has to be the angle that we're constantly reflecting back on. And we're constantly going back to that point. Boom. That point, that idea. Change Change your mindset and take advantage of it. And don't look, you know, this is going back to the introduction to the Tanya that we had uh, last week. Don't look at time as neutrality. Time is either you're using it to change the world or the opposite. But take advantage of it. That's the point that he's trying to bring out. Good? Kapish? Okay, let's stop here for, uh, for today. Please do Hazara. <laughs>